Are you ready to take your real estate investing business to the next level? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. With your mentors, Wayne and Gabby. You ready to take your real estate investing business to the next level, Gabby? Let's go. <laughs> did you record that? <laughs> no. Did I wow. sound like that? <laughs> That's really good. That was that was almost exactly the same. It lacked a little bit of uh, pizzazz behind Ap. it. Yeah. <laughs> it is uh, six in the morning. It is six in the morning. <laughs> it is six in the morning. And good morning to everyone. Yes. Good morning. Happy uh, Friday. <laughs> I uh, I had a conversation with a mentee last night. He was um, um, he needed he needed an emergency call, so I got on the phone with him. And uh, at the end, he thanked me because he said, uh, "You know, I, I I'm I'm really glad that you guys are doing this podcast because it's forcing me to get up early every morning. Now I've I've created mm -hmm. a new routine, and I didn't really have a reason to get up before, um, and now I do." And He's saying like, man, like my day is so much more creative. I'm being so much more productive. And the ideas yeah. that are flowing right now are just, he says, I, I, I didn't, I wasn't, I wasn't starting my day off right before. And I wasn't, I wasn't. Sleeping in, getting up. Yeah. Moseying. Yeah. And, and I told him, I said, to be honest, man, like same for me. Like I was getting in a spot where like I was sleeping until seven, seven thirty, eight o'clock some days if I was staying up late working. And um, I would just, you know, think, well, I can just stay up till 12 o'clock or I can just stay out for this hockey game and I could work late and not a big deal. I can just sleep in until nine, you know, eight, nine o'clock if I need to. No, no big deal. But there was no reason for me to get up every morning. And that, that gave me that excuse. Yeah. Now, doesn't matter if I work till 12 o'clock, I'm still getting up at five every morning. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and you just, you figure it out. But I agree with him. The fact that like, what he was saying was that like the conversations are so advanced and creative and, and, and thought provoking, you know, first thing in the morning. And that's, that's just, it's starting the day off. Right. And for me mm -hmm. too, like I'm waking up like today, I woke up a little bit later. I woke up at five 30. So within the first 30 minutes, I'm already thinking about what I'm talking for the day, talking about for the day. And I'm having these like really advanced conversations like with Barry Maguire yesterday about like advanced strategies. Yeah. And it's a great way to get your mind active first thing in the morning. Yeah. You know what though? It's, it's not even that though. Even just like getting up and, you know, like not sleeping in when you sleep in and you're just kind of like rolling out of bed and you don't really like have anything to like get up and get ready for. Mm -hmm that's a crappy start to your day. Like, I don't care who you are. I mean, like once like Saturday mornings or something, sure. Mm -hmm. But like to do that throughout your week when you're supposed to be like getting shit done and you know, they, that sort of thing, yeah. that's a shitty start to your day. So if you have something to get up for, which I love, like I love that, that this is what he's getting up for. Like mm -hmm. that pumps me up. But like, even for me, like I've never gotten up as early as I'm getting up. Like my alarm goes off at 4.11 and I'm out of bed at 4.20 to go work out. Like that is an incredible start to my day. Yeah. And then just like, then I head upstairs and make my coffee and, you know, like start, it's just like, I don't know. It, it's just 
different when you have something to get up for and it doesn't matter what time it is. Like my little personal goal that I have for myself is actually to start getting up even earlier so that I can join in in an online live class at 4 a.m. So I'd have to be up at 345. Yeah, I'm getting super close. I keep bumping it a little earlier, a little (laughs) earlier. But like for me at this point, it's not really about like what time I'm getting up. It's like now it's just it's it's fucking early. Yeah. (laughs) No matter which way you look at it. So now it's just like, oh, like, what could I do with my morning? And like, I could join into this live class if I just got up a little bit earlier, 20 Mm -hmm. minutes earlier. Yeah. So it's like, it's fun once you get into the routine to see like the possibilities of how how to start your morning, what your routine is, you know, how you can feed your mind and your body and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And it also just implements other really good habits. Like, you know, like you want to have a healthy breakfast after you've woken up and exercised and had mm-hmm. your coffee. It's like, yeah, everything. It yeah. impacts everything. Well, yeah. The other thing that he was mentioning too, I asked, I said, are you going to bed earlier now? He goes, yeah. 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 <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I'm getting more tired, you know, later in the day and I'm not watching nearly as much TV in the evening. And, you know, because TV, you can sit there or your phone, you'll sit there and you'll scroll or watch and just, you know, like, oh, I'll just watch another show or just, you know, I'll just scroll mm-hmm. a little bit longer. But like for me too, like first couple of weeks there, I was like eight o'clock, eight fifteen, we're putting Everly to bed. And I'm like, yeah, I'm ready for bed. Yeah. <laughs> and I go lie in bed and maybe I might watch one show if I could get through it. I was falling asleep and, and yeah. halfway through shows. And it's good because it's getting me to bed at a reasonable hour. It's, it's. It's training me for my body for a new routine and I, I love it. Mm-hmm. And I could still, if I need to tough it out and stay up late and finish a project or an email or something like that, I can. But yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a better routine and, and not to say that getting up earlier and going to bed earlier um, is, is, is any better than waking up two hours later and going to bed two hours later. But I think that, you know, the whole, the whole point. I'll argue and say it is. You think, well, what, what's the difference between. Because what are you doing productively two hours later at night? Usually when you're staying up two hours later at night, you're just watching shows or, you know what I mean? Like there's nothing really like productive and it's it's just feeding your mind crap. Fair point. Instead of like when you wake up earlier, you're not waking up and like throwing Netflix on. You're waking up and getting your day started. Fair point. So, yeah. Gabby with the gold. <laughs> 6 a.m. I mean, gosh. sure, you get the same amount of sleep if that's what you're referring to, but I don't Ryan know. says science. Well, science, he says a lot more course. than science. He says science. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't just say science. He says science says it's better. Sleep before midnight is worth more than after. Mm. Must be something to do with the moon or, or other and <laughs> and and uh and Uranus is in retrospect. <laughs> oh my god. What? I, I'm working on my astrology. Retrograde. Retro, yeah, yeah, retrograde. In retrospect. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. How's the tide? How's the tide this morning, Gab? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay. Well, good morning, people. Happy Friday. Oh, this is what you get. Yeah. This is what you get. Those of you with kids, uh, probably heading to school this morning in their Halloween costumes. Yeah. Get to get really all dressed up, have when we're done here. Pretty excited. You got time for that? Yeah. You got time to get that done? I was up at 4.11. I mean, like after <laughs> the show. I was looking and like you guys went out and bought like a face painting kit. And I'm like, I asked everybody. I was like, mom got time for that? She goes, oh yeah, mom's good. Yeah. Like, I right. got time for whatever I need to do. Whatever you say, kiddo. Um, today, you know, I 
I didn't really have anything planned for today. I like the open discussion days. Mm-hmm. I like the days where we don't plan anything and we go down the rabbit holes. And I feel that's the most valuable days. Yeah, for sure. Um, we, uh, you know, I want to go back. I want to go back to what we were talking about, you know, with waking up early and not having anything to do because that's, that's one, um, that's one thing we actually covered the cabin retreat is, is one of the first things that I ask is what would you do or what would get you up every morning and, and it would feel like Christmas morning. You know, like the Christmas morning feeling when, mm-hmm. like when you were a kid and it's like four o'clock in the morning and you wake up, you know, from your slumber and you're just like wired, wide awake. And you're like, you're thinking, is it, is it seven yet? Is it eight yet? Whatever your parents said, you know, is it time to get up yet? And, you know, you'll yell to mom, mom, is it time to get up yet? And she's like, no, just four more hours. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then you're just like, you're ready to go. Or the equivalent would be like, you know, if you got your job and you've planned a um, a trip to Mexico or the Dominican, you know what I mean. And it's the night before, and you're ready to go, and you go to sleep, and you can't sleep. Well, you finally do fall asleep. You get three hours of sleep. <laughs> you get in the year up at one o'clock, and you're just like, you know, everyone knows the feeling. You're just like, you're ex- like you're wired. You're just you cannot wait to get up and go. Um, that feeling right there. What would give you that feeling every single morning? Mm-hmm. Now, this podcast does not give me that feeling. Just full transparency. <laughs> I, this is just simply routine. <laughs> this is this is routine. Um, I, I I like it, but uh, I would like it much more if everybody was getting up and going to work two hours later. I, I and so I'll full honesty, but um, you know that th- that feeling, you know, of of wanting to get up every day. That's 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 a really powerful thing. Mm-hmm. And so that's and not a lot of people know what that is. Not a lot of Very people few ever people. will. Yeah. Yes. Because their version of getting up early is, you know, to do a podcast or to go to work yeah. or whatever you need to get up for instead of what you want to get up for. Yeah. Yeah. So I, we like to focus on that to try and figure out because that's that's ultimately what you should be working towards. You shouldn't be working towards a nice car or a nice house um, because you'd sleep right through that. Right. Yeah. But if you had purpose if you had meaning, if, if you were traveling the world and you just landed in the Philippines the night before and you just couldn't wait to see that volcano. Is there volcanoes in the Philippines? <laughs> <clears throat> I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, You're like, shit, shit. What's in the Philippines? <laughs> what's in the Philippines? Oh, <laughs> do we have a travel agent <laughs> on the line? Um, help me out here. I haven't done a whole heck of a lot of traveling, um, but traveling doesn't get me, that, that wouldn't get me up. I don't know, but that I know that probably get you up. Yeah, no, I need to drag you out of bed when we're traveling. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, just you know, it's, think about that. Maybe think about that today, or think about that this weekend. You know, what what, what could that be? Because that's that's something worth work it, working your ass for. Uh, for. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, having a two million dollars in the bank and never having to worry about money—that wouldn't get me up every morning. Sure, that'd be nice. Don't get me wrong. Having the the freedom, the financial freedom, or the or the 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 feeling of financial freedom, and not having to worry. Trust me, that's what everybody wants because that's what everyone doesn't have. Mm-hmm. But that wouldn't get me it's, up early every morning. Yeah, well, I don't think it would get many people up every morning. It would give us all a sense of ease and you know, like less stress in our lives and those sorts of things. But it's not going to wake you up in the morning pumped to 
start each day. <laughs> and, it, and it could be something, you know, that makes you happy that you're excited for, but it also could be something that's, um, you're extremely passionate about. Like if you were a competitive athlete and you loved getting up every morning to, to go work out or to go train, to yeah. go train, then, you know, that would be something like, because you are so drawn and driven towards success. You know what I mean? I, 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 I just think of like, you know, name your top five athletes of all time. They were obsessed with training. They were the first ones on the, you know, on the court or on the rink, you know, at three o'clock in the morning, before, you know, three hours before everyone else, because they were the ones that wanted to be the best. Yeah. And that can get you up early too. Yeah. I think it comes down to um, <clears throat> figuring out, you know, what you're passionate about. If there's something that just like fires you up and that like, you know, you can feel it in your bones that you are living your passion and that you get to get up every day and do what you love or contribute in a way that, you know, fills you up. I think those are the types of things that are going to get you up. So mm -hmm. like you said, for an athlete, that might be it. Like they've been training their whole life for this. Like this is what they want, mm -hmm. you know, like those types of things. Um, and a lot of people don't know what their passions are. I, I certainly had no freaking clue. Like I, I lived most of my life just like thinking that I was super like living on the surface. Yeah. I couldn't really dig deep. I couldn't figure out, you know, like what I enjoyed doing. All I knew was that like, I love being around my friends and family. And that was like, really it. I was about to ask you and, and not to put you on the spot, but like, what would get you up every morning? Do you, do you, have you figured it out yet? I haven't, to be honest. I haven't. I have over the past two years, I've really started to realize what's important to me and, and f starting to discover those passions. But <laughs> ultimately I haven't figured out what that like end game, like when I don't have to worry about money or like anything well that's really the exercise if mm -hmm. you didn't have to if you didn't if it wasn't for a paycheck if it wasn't for you know like paying off debt filling the bank account buying the house if you didn't have to you know like think of any of those things what would you want to do mm -hmm. like what and i'm not talking about like i would want to go snowmobiling every day in the winter and i would want to you know like not that kind of thing like what would you want to do to contribute so yeah. whether it be for a job or whether it be that like you've made it, you don't need to work another day in your life, but you, you're you not just going to be gallivanting for the rest of your life. You still need like purpose. Mm -hmm. You need to contribute somehow. What would it be? So like, <clears throat> I think, you know, like if we had totally made it and never had to worry about money again, you know, like what would, what would the quote unquote job be? What would I want to do to contribute? Well, you've, you've talked about, We've had discussions like this, and, and normally our best discussions are, are road trips, are road trips <laughs> long drives. Yeah. Um, that is when you are in your most creative state because yeah. there's no distractions. Ideally, you know, driving through the mountains or through the prairies where there's no cell reception. Yeah. <laughs> and you can't even put YouTube music on or videos or anything. You can't scroll. And, and you completely detach yourself, and it's just you and the other, whoever's in the car with you, or just yourself. Or yourself, yeah. And that's when your mind starts getting creative. Going mm -hmm. back to what I was saying, you know, with that mentee earlier is that, you know, just being in that creative state is, is a really beautiful place. Mm -hmm. I used to get that every morning uh, when I drove to work. I'd have an hour, hour and 15 minute drive. Yeah. And uh, Gabby hated it because I used to call her 
like yeah. 20 minutes in because my, <laughs> mind was just exploding with ideas. And I just like, okay, write it all down, put it all on the calendar. And then she's voice just, memos, <laughs> voice memos. Yeah. And the same thing on the way home. So I, I don't have that as much anymore. So I don't have that um, ability to be creative as much because um, now it's just, I wake up and I have a long list of emails and tasks to do. Yeah. But um, our, our, our most creative um, um, opportunities and, and moments have been in long six to 10 hour drives. Mm-hmm. And, and you've always shared the fact that it would be, you would want to be around women. Yes. Right? You yeah. would like, you'd, you'd want to be, and, and specifically, you know, you've talked about building women's circles yeah. because that means a lot to you. Yeah. Well, it, it combines not only um, community, which I've realized is like number one priority to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so it combines community with my strong desire to be surrounded by women who want to be the best version of themselves, who are like reaching for the stars, who want to, you know, like make a really good life for themselves and and better themselves. Mm-hmm. I feel like women who are working on themselves are like the most incredible women. So I want to be, I want that like in my life, I want that to be my circle. And I want like, and that come and then that creates the community mm-hmm. that I desire in my life. It's funny. And and I won't say it's the same thing for men for me, but I've I I agree with you. I I love seeing people who are dedicated to a cause. I'm, I'm heavily attracted to that. It's just, I, any, anyone that I see who is like dedicated to something, um, whether it be purpose or whether it be, um, faith, anything, I admire that so much because I know how hard it is to be 100% dedicated to something. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I've always said like the most, the most, um, religious spiritual people, I, I look at them and I just like, they have dedicated their whole life to what they believe. Yeah. Athletes, they've dedicated their whole life to what they believe. And I admire that so much because I want to learn. I want to learn everything about that because they that, eat, sleep, and breathe it. It's obsession. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. It, Which is, yeah. <laughs> can are, be good or can be bad. <laughs> for sure. I, I, I think it's I think it's great with with the right um with the right as long as it's healthy. With the right yeah. rules and it's healthy, yeah, for sure. Um so I agree with you on that, just in a slightly different way. Yeah. Um and and you are more drawn to to women. I think it's just the energy. Yeah, the feminine and the masculine. Yeah. No. Absolutely. I um You know, it's funny because sorry. Go ahead. It's funny because um, <clears throat> you know, like I've I started to realize all of this actually exactly two years ago, October two thousand nineteen. Um, was did, when, did you write it down? Was it in your, like a calendar reminder? No, I just, I just remember, oh. uh, because like that it was such a monumental time in my life, like the past, well, I'd say like October, 2019 to October, 2020 was like the <clears throat> most impactful year of my life. Um, you know, like I started working with a personal coach and started a huge like journey of healing and of self-discovery and of, you know, like digging deep, discovering passions, all those types of things and really learning about myself. I I had no clue who I was. I was, I had totally lost who I was. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, like really, um, getting intimate with myself in that way of like, who are you (laughs) and what do you want and what are your passions and, you know, like what's holding you back? What happened in your life that, you know, like has you 
um, holding back in different areas of your life. So like really working through all of that. And that was the most growth I've ever experienced <clears throat> in my life. So that was so, you know, that's really when I started realizing what I want. And I remember specifically, I had gone to pick up a few groceries at Safeway. Mm. and I had left the parking lot. I had Everly with me. She was in the back of the truck, and I was leaving the parking lot, and there was – and so uh, keep in mind, this was just – October 19, uh, 2019 was just pre-pandemic. So now I'm talking into the next year when we had just hit pandemic. Everybody was losing their jobs. Right. Like, shit was crazy. And we were leaving the parking lot, and there was a woman – um, standing at the exit with a sign saying like, I just lost my job. I, I need to feed my kids, you know, like that sort of thing. If I recall, things were very, things weren't great at that particular point. No, it was, it was scary. Everybody was scared. Everybody like it was pre pandemic though. No, I'm talking, I'm talking, we were now into the pandemic. Oh, okay. I had already started coaching and figuring myself out and discovering stuff. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. So, um, you know, I spent some time in, in Vancouver working downtown and like, you know, seeing vast homelessness and all that kind of stuff and had really kind of grown numb to it because, um, it was just, it was just hard seeing so much of it. I don't think, you know, unless you're downtown Edmonton, you don't, I don't, I don't see it anymore. I'm not around it. And, um, but in Vancouver, I became really numb to it. I just, everybody, Every block you went down, somebody had their hand out looking for spare change and that you sort put of thing. Your blinders on. And yeah, at a certain point, like you just <laughs> become numb and put the blinders on. And so I hadn't really like, anyways, this woman was standing there and I had been on this huge self-discovery journey mm-hmm. and she had lost her job and wanted to feed her kids and, and, you know, she's just looking for some change for some groceries and Okay, sorry. I remember it was July because my birthday had just passed. Mm. And my dad and uh, stepmom had sent a card with um, some money in it. So I had two $50 bills in my in my wallet. Yeah. And um, I just had never felt a pull like that before, where like, I literally pulled the truck over and rolled down the window. And she came up, I reached into my wallet, and I handed her $100. And she was crying. And I was crying. And she, and she, you know, like, God bless you and all those things. And then she walked away and I rolled up the window and Everly's like, Mom, what just happened? Like, she mm-hmm. was just like, had no clue. And so I kind of started to explain to her, you know, the pandemic and losing people are losing their jobs. I'm kind of getting emotional right now. That's but okay. um. It was it was that moment that I really realized that like it's women. I need women in my life. I want to help women. I want to um, be surrounded by them. I want their energy. I want to give them my energy. And that was a huge realization for me. I remember whether it was the next day or a few days later having my next coaching call with my coach and telling her this, and she's just like, Gabby. Like you just, you just unwrapped one of your like passions or something that's like really meaningful to you. And she's like, you know why you did that. Right. And, and like, she almost had to explain it to me because I didn't know what was happening, but like it occupied my brain for like months. 
Like I couldn't stop thinking about it. I couldn't stop obsessing about it. And that's really where the women's real estate investing mastermind groups unfolded. Literally. It was like that moment that was the pivotal moment. You know, you talk about pivotal moments. That happening was what unwrapped all of this, Mm -hmm. who I am, where I am, what's going on. Like it's really bizarre to look back at those types of moments. And and it's funny because I wanted to ask you a minute ago, but I didn't want to. I didn't want yeah. to kill your your flow there, but um, I was going to ask you how you how you lost yourself because you said you had lost yourself. You, mm-hmm. you 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 didn't, and then you found it. I was wondering how you lost it, and from from what I recall and my interpretation of it was that you were spending way too much time in the business and with me and in uh, and what I believe to be masculine energy. Mm-hmm. You know, building a business. You know no excuses, you know, that kind of attitude, which, which fires me up, but it, you know, is not healthy for you. Yeah. Well, I've lived my whole life in the masculine. I grew up being so proud on my work ethic and, Mm. you know, like every job that I ever held, I would just be like promoted and promoted and promoted because like I was, I, I was a, task driven beast like yeah. i would get shit done you're fucking I... really good at it. <laughs> you're really good at it yeah but that is masculine energy and that doesn't allow us women to really relax into the creative space and the space of real passion <clears throat> and um you know just like that softer side of us which is important that we explore both mm. i'm like i'm not saying that women should just sit and live in the feminine energy no like you need both in your life yeah but you need both in your life you can't just also be purely masculine which is what i was my entire life and it's funny because um you know i grew up in nelson bc where things are pretty laid back very and, feminine very feminine <laughs> and you know like that sort of thing but i don't know i don't know where that <laughs> where that drive came from i mean like i grew up with um i think it probably well your mom was an independent woman independent woman single mother um my dad for most of my life lived um away mm-hmm. so i you know had to go on trips to see him and stuff so yeah i think just probably that strong independent ass kicking woman was my role model, which is fantastic. Yeah. Like, and she is my role model. Like I look up to her so much for, you know, what she did and accomplished and how she raised us and Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. But yeah, probably invoked a very strong work ethic, get shit done. I don't need no man. (laughs) And then, and then just your path after that, your journey, you know what I mean? Going, moving to Edmonton and, and, and rising the corporate ranks and you know what I mean? And getting up to upper management. Yeah, for sure. And, and then, ha- and then and starting getting, a real estate business. Well, and like, and, and getting a seat at the executive table yeah. like that, you know, like, and that's what I loved about the hotels that I worked for. I was the revenue manager for um, three boutique hotels in the city. <laughs> and I, what I really loved about the team that I worked with is that there was lots of women. Like my boss was a woman, the general manager of the hotel where I was worked out of where my office was, was a woman, you know, so like there was, um, you know, at that executive table when we, you know, went to the head office and had our meetings, there was, you know, not equal men to women, but there was, you know, we were there, we had a seat at the table. And, you know, like I remember going into the owner's office, like the owner of the company at corporate and convincing him that we needed, you know, this program in Florida for our call center, 
you know, like convincing him to outsource that just little old me, little old Gabby. Like, I think back to those moments of like, I didn't think I was capable of that. I didn't think that that's something that I could do, but I was just in, I was in that space, mm -hmm. just like working my way up, doing what I needed to do, like landing the job, getting the promotion, you know, like working through all those things. And it was almost like, I, I think I was almost numb to it. Like it was almost just like a, a process mm -hmm. instead of like really diving in and being like, wow, look at what I'm accomplishing. And like that sort of thing. It was just like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I just, there I was in that masculine energy my entire life. And then like being broken wide open by self-discovery was yeah. just like. <laughs> it's good that break, breakthrough pivotal moments. Yeah. And, and once we talk about that a lot is, you know, when you have those moments, uh, you know, hopefully you take them and you use that enormous amount of momentum and, and emotion and you push it in the right direction as opposed to pushing you further away from it or pushing yeah. you further into the ground. Yeah. Right. And, and you took it and you took all that energy and bounced in a different direction. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, there's been enough momentum that I don't, you have not, um, lost trajectory since like you've yeah. just been, you've been right on the right track ever since. Yeah. I want to say Annette says, uh, her first rental property was in Nelson. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. We, um, we, uh, on a side note, that's, uh, that's actually where we're planning on, on landing, um, permitting a, a bunch of other things that are, that are, um, that are ongoing, but, uh, Gabby's family's still there. So, um, it means a lot to Gabby and that's, that's where we're planning on, um, um, eventually yeah that's up, yeah. that's where the the pin on the map is yeah um within the next couple of years um once we get our business up and running and it's and it's running itself but um you know i, I really want to stay on this because uh, a very popular question is um gabby how do you work with your husband or wayne how do you work with your wife mm -hmm. and um it's 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 a complicated answer i i you know i I don't like giving simple answers. I say this all the time. I don't like giving simple answers like, oh, just, you know, make sure you set your boundaries and your roles and, and, uh, and, um, you know, give each other space. Like it's very generic. And it, like, if I gave you that advice, like, did you, what did you learn? You know what I mean? Are you going to implement that? You think it's going to be solve the problem? No, it's, it's a complicated thing. Um, and it's as complicated as, as what Gabby's touched on very, very lightly today and just that difference of you know masculine and feminine feminine energy which to be honest i don't really understand <laughs> i'm trying my best i'm trying my best but uh I, i'm doing i'm getting better but um you know i was talking about gabby being you know quote unquote in the masculine that shit ain't good for relationships mm -hmm. um i think that people work a lot couples work a lot better when they have that right balance yeah. of energy. I well, think again, the... I, you got to throw me <laughs> a lifeline here. <laughs> I am out of my element. I honestly think that the true balance in life is figuring out how to, how to live in, in both of those energies, um, which you can just down to the basics, like masculine energy is like task driven goal in mind, like go, kill the beast go kill the beast bring home the meat <laughs> and feminine energy is creative and soft and um you know beauty yeah nurture all those types of things so it's it's only natural that you know like women mothers you think of like that 
motherly energy of, you know, wanting to coddle and to, yeah. and those types of things. So, dude, I just, dudes, 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 dudes. aren't a, I mean, just if the, if the dude turned around for a second and, and the the woman came back all bloodied with the meat, it, it would be a little intimidating, (laughs) a little weird, Well, (laughs) Uh, which is fine. But when we're talking about the basics of like, um, you know, history and the man and the meat and the women and the nurture, and then throwing in the women, (laughs) the woman coming back, it's, it's, it, 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 it intimidates the man. You know what I mean? It throws off the thing and the, the attraction is suddenly thrown off balance. And I, I, we are evolving. However, you know, at its deepest root and core, you know, you wonder why it's not there anymore after five, 10 years. Well, this is why. Yeah. And, and like, and you think of like humanity in itself, like when we think of like a woman being the breadwinner and a dad being a stay at home dad or, you know, whatever it is like right now, it's not really respected. And for the man, it can feel, you know, like they're not enough. They're not given that opportunity to, well, not necessarily opportunity, but they're not, they don't feel the contribution that they're taking care of their family. You know, like men have that deep desire to provide. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, like there, there's so, there's tons of dynamics to get into and, um, women, ladies, if you're listening, um, a really good book to read, to try to start to understand that better is the queen's code, Mm. um, by Alison Armstrong. And it's just like, helps you really understand deep down what, you know, like how men operate, how their brains work, what they need to feel important and, and nurtured themselves and those types of things. So it's a really great relationship book, but also just understanding men. Um, And also a little bit of that feminine masculine energy stuff is kind of covered in there as well. So it gives you kind of a, a greater understanding of how we function. I, I tiptoe around this because there is you have to there's there's a balance and, and I'll get into that balance in a little bit here but I'm curious through your um, education um, uh, using men as an example it, are men born with that or do men inherit that both is it in our genes or is it is it the million year old brain? Good question. I wonder because we we are evolving. I feel both, and I feel like the the scale, it's not a scale, but it is a scale of a balance of energy, right? Mm-hmm. The scale has has reversed in a way, yeah. where men are more feminine and women are more masculine. I'm not not like like feminine and and masculine. I'm saying just like women are in more of a masculine energy now more more than yeah than 1950 1940 when they started entering the workforce yeah Mm -hmm. that was the big after world war ii yeah and then women are sorry men are are now it's okay for men to be more in the feminine Mm -hmm. as opposed to club and meat you know what i mean yeah so we are evolving the scales are reversing i'm curious you know, in a thousand years from now, I have no Where idea we'll what be, the dynamic yeah. is because it's, it's just going to change. It's, and are we born? Is it in the genes 
or is it inherent? Because after a thousand years, the inheritance will Evolution. change. It will evolve. Yeah. And I that we, we talked about that a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And I, I tiptoe around this because, and I, I will pull it back now because, um, you know, something happened um, recently with you and it meant a lot to you. Um, and I don't know if we should address it or not um, because some people are going to understand <laughs> I have no it. clue what you're, where you're going with this, but okay. Well, I don't, I don't like, like naming specific establishments or, or, or names or whatever else, but I know that from your upbringing and, and rightfully so, um, you know, women are just as capable as men. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, that's this weird balance that, like, that I'm tiptoeing around because women do deserve Mm-hmm. And are just as capable as men. It historically, decades, previous centuries, previous uh, men were oh, okay. seen as. I just realized um, where you're going. Okay, <laughs> men were seen as dominant over women. Yeah, right. And and we know that women are equal. Yeah. And then we're tiptoeing around this whole dynamic of feminine and masculine energy. But yeah. you know, something happened recently where um, something was uh, there was there was some marketing and advertisement phrased in a specific way that was very uh insulting degrading 19th 20th century yeah like pre-1990 marketing yeah and uh and gabby was very i was uh, eaten up i was consumed i was yeah like i could not let it go wayne was going through some really big stuff at the time like trying to make some really big decisions and i was just like fixated on this i couldn't it was running through my veins i couldn't let it go and he's just like, I need to make these decisions. I can't keep having this conversation. <laughs> I'm like, I need to talk about it. <laughs> you, you, yeah, but you weren't, you weren't that masculine. It, it was, yeah. it was very emotional for you. Yeah. And, and you, um, you connected with the Kathleen remembers it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I connected with my, with my circle of women, like with my girls. With your women's mastermind. Yeah. And, and you guys were all, it, it, it Yeah. It's, do you want to talk about it? Sure. I think you should. You know what? Fuck this shit. Like, I don't give a crap. Yeah. It's, and, and here's the thing. Um, here's the disclaimer. Um, the other side had no intention. No. And, and I, and I read it and I said to myself, that's not what they mean. And, but Gabby's on the other end thinking, yeah, but it's 2021. But you just don't say <laughs> you that. You just don't say that shit. <laughs> it just that's a 1993 marketing campaign. And the intention was not there. However, Gabby and 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 the people and, and the women involved felt it was extremely important that they needed to say something to make sure that it was resolved, it was changed because they were very affected by affected, it. Affected, yeah. And, you know, she's thinking who else was affected by this, but, but didn't stand up to it. Right. So it wasn't a standing up. It was more of an education and, and it ended up having a really great outcome. Yeah. So basically Mm -hmm. the, the verbiage was that a man is not a financial plan. And that was the marketing, that was the marketing campaign. And then women investing in real estate. So it was like kind of the subject surrounding it yeah so you know like they were wanting to like highlight women investing in real estate but their tagline was that a man is not a financial plan and i was just like what the fuck like how did we get here like what is this 
Like I saw it and instantly, but then what happened was instantly I'm like, is this a big deal? Is it not a big deal? Mm -hmm. Am I overthinking this? Like all these things started going through my head and I was just like, I started doubting myself. I started thinking like, no, Gabby, like you're just like, calm down. It's, it's, yeah. it's fine. But I couldn't let it go. It was just like there. So like within yeah. the half hour of me battling in my own brain, I was just like, I need to, I need to send this to my ladies. <laughs> yeah. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of Betty and Mad Men. Like I just pictured the Mad Men guys sitting in the boardroom with their cigarettes and then Betty coming in just saying, you know, a man is not my financial plan. <laughs> you know what I mean? The pinup and everything like that. That's a hundred percent what I, I, I totally thought John Hamm wrote that. <laughs> I thought John Hamm wrote that. And, and I'm just like, I don't think that they were sitting in a boardroom with their cigarettes and a girl was coming in with sandwiches when they wrote that. I think that they, I think a woman wrote that. I thought I, when I read it, I'm like a woman wrote that, but she was, she was saying that from a position of like power of like a man is not my financial plan. This is, you know, go and see. Go and that women. is a man's perspective on it. To me, That's I was like a bunch of fucking douchebags wrote this. And I felt bad because I'm like, God, they just didn't know. You know what I mean? I, that's yeah, what like I thought. It's like how oblivious are the, yeah, that this, that like, this isn't okay. Yeah. I love, um, so Courtney says, I think that part of the evolution happens within the establishments or businesses encompassing the more creative, vulnerable and nurturing aspects of humanity, allowing and encouraging us all to become more well-rounded, mm -hmm. which is bang on and beautifully written, Courtney. Um, I know that uh, Courtney and I really connect on this other um, kind of like, deeper level of understanding of each other and um and yeah it's just like so in line i'm so happy to have her in my life <laughs> um but yeah that's 100 it it's like the more vulnerable we can be and like you said the businesses and the establishments putting it out there and you know like and saying that like we support women we support the um, you know, like LGBTQ and like, we support everything. Like we are open. We femininity. Yeah. And just like, and, and, you know, like wrapping their arms around humanity instead of these idealistic, like old fashioned, you know, like all those types of things. And the more that these establishments can openly say these things creates more opportunity for all of us and for us women and for, you know, the mo more vulnerable communities. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, that's, that's where it starts. We all need to, like, it needs to be publicly, you know, we need to take a stand. <laughs> and that's what we, and that's what we did. Like us women came together and we took a stand mm -hmm. and that advertising got changed. Yeah. And that was like such a powerful moment of realizing like, we do need to stand up mm -hmm. for what's right and what's wrong. We do need to create a future where our daughters don't need to fucking grow up and see that shit. Like it's 2021. Yeah. Like you said, like, that's like, I felt, I'm like, what is this? Like the 1950s? Like, where are we? Yeah. Like, yeah, women are fucking investing in real estate. And if you walk into any real estate investing room, my hands are flailing you guys, by the way. Oh, yeah. It's... <laughs> but if you walk into any real estate investing room, you're going to see an equal amount of men and women. 
if you have ever been in a room of real estate investors, there are just as many women in those rooms as there are men. In a lot of cases, I think more, to be honest. I was going to say, or arguably more, like yeah. we are out there killing it. We are out there crushing it. Like there is an abundance of women in the industry and we don't need to be fucking told that a man is not a financial plan. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not sorry, actually. No, you did not. Need <laughs> I'm to. not sorry. You're sorry for We're swearing. Here. She's sorry for swearing, everyone. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. So I don't know. Like, yeah. Um. <laughs> Where do we go from here, Wayne? <laughs> I I know when to talk and when not to talk. Actually, no. To be honest, I don't. I, I'm really bad at that. Um, I'm, I'm but I, I really appreciate, you know, being open to the different, um, you know, like seeing how how you saw it versus how I saw it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, because that is the difference of a man's interpretation and a woman's interpretation. And yes, there is going to be um, men who might have like looked at it and been equally as offended or saw it right away that, mm -hmm. you know, I saw it. But the vast majority won't. I bet you that there was, you know, a hundred people who went and signed up or more, but I'm just throwing out a number, but who men who went and signed up for, you know, like this event that had that advertising put out that didn't blink an eye. Yeah. You know what I mean? I saw it and I cringed. I'm like, you. But I showed it to you yeah. and said, look at this. If you had just been scrolling through, would you have noticed it? Just be I, honest. I, I to, personally, I think I would have, yeah. but I probably would have chuckled. Yeah, <laughs> you wouldn't have been deeply offended like I was. I probably would have chuckled, um, but I would. Uh, yeah, and, and just full honesty, um, I think Robbie had a wanted to call in here. He clicked on it. So Robbie, if you do have uh, something to say or a question, um, you know, call in. Please, yes. Um. Thanks, guys. I, I said earlier there, I love this topic. Um, you know, just speaking kind of uh, what I'm taking away from here and you speak, Gabby, is I work right now with like primarily, a, I would say 75% uh, females. And I know for myself, I'm in a leadership position. And uh, it, it's definitely for me, just coming from a primarily a, a big sports background and not having really, uh, you know, that masculine feminine energy. And I think for the way I thought about it was like, okay, masculine, that means male. But when I started looking into it more, it actually, you know, male and female have both, obviously, as mm. we've been kind of alluding to. Yes. Uh, and I know for me, like I always kind of came up and was told not to show emotion and, uh, you know, just mm -hmm. to kind of always be perfect and everything, um, mm -hmm. especially from like a football background, kind of where I came from, where it's all guys. Uh, and it was definitely really interesting once I started working through kind of who I was and uh, myself as a leader, I was getting in, you know, feedback that I was intimidating and all that, right? And mm -hmm. didn't really understand why. So I went on like a very uh, long kind of personal development journey uh, and it's still ongoing. I think it's, you know, obviously we can always improve ourselves, but uh, just to see kind of when you actually open up and are authentic and share how you're feeling, just the the connection and um, chance to inspire, I think, and uh, the ability to, um, you know, have more impact rather than just trying to show up as this perfect person in a leadership role uh, yeah. and just letting people know that you are human and obviously you uh, have feelings and you want to support everybody. You know, that was really big for me. So uh, that was kind of really 
pivotal moment for me just to kind of understand that and to, to work through that. So that's something with my team uh, I'm always really big on is just that personal development thing. Keep trying to uh, improve yourself and just understand that we're all different and we all have, uh, you know, various backgrounds. And I think that's largely where that, uh, you know, it comes from is it's learned through our parents as well. I think there's an argument for evolution and our brains as well, but it's definitely kind of conditioning through kind of upbringing and, and yeah. everything like that. Right. And I think it is changing. The messaging's changing uh, to Wayne's point there, but what, the, what is it going to look like in the next few years? I think it's moving in a much more positive trajectory. Um, and I, I do think, uh, you know, society's coming around on that point, but um, yeah, I love the topic. And I think it's, you know, for me, uh, speaking to how you want to be around women, I think for myself, uh, I just was always wanting to improve people and have impact on people in whatever capacity that might be. And mm -hmm. I know like the reason I want to get into real estate was uh, for the fact that, um, you know, if it allows me the ability to learn more and to pass that on to someone else or just to, you know, create some sort of knowledge for someone that maybe didn't look at that. Uh, mm -hmm. I know that would be all worth it at the end of the day. And if it allows mm -hmm. my future family that I'm going to be creating eventually, uh, mm -hmm. you know, more flexibility or allows me more freedom to go and help with the kids sports or whatever that is. I think, you know, that's kind of for me, the big why behind everything. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I just love the whole topic today, like getting up earlier and all that. I could talk about this for hours, but uh, anyways, <laughs> that's just yeah. kind of what I wanted to share. And I, well, yeah, I appreciate you guys' insights. Robbie and I, I really like, like, thank you for, you know, like learning more about it, especially with, you know, your role and working with so many women, like that is so impactful for us in the workspace to be able to be understood and for the men who are maybe above us or with us to understand, because like I said, like it, it didn't serve me to be working just like in my masculine. So if, you know, uh, a man above me had understood the energies and, you know, that women need to be given a chance to be creative and not just like hard task driven, getting shit done. Like think of the, the, the world that we can create and the impact we could have on the company to, you know, be our highest selves and, and working in that beautiful space, mm -hmm. you know? And I just think like that was, you just had a, a you know, kind of, um, a moment for me where like, wow, imagine corporations bringing in, you know, like programs where we could understand this instead mm -hmm. of just, and it's beyond, you know, just like working on ourselves and improving ourselves, but like really understanding the masculine, the feminine, like how, how that all works and how that really mm -hmm. impacts us as human beings. And mm -hmm. just like, I, th you know, you think about how, how much that would impact a company on a human yeah. level and mm -hmm. in turn, boost everything <laughs> yeah. so yeah thank you so much for your comments yeah i think it's important just networking and knowing uh yourself a little bit better and everything in between that yeah. i don't yeah awesome yeah, thank you and, and thank robbie you. before you go um we hadn't really figured out what we were giving away today um so like i said i slept in a little bit this morning so <laughs> i i didn't do any planning but what i was actually thinking is I, i'm extremely grateful that you called in today and and for everything you said and we honestly don't know that much about you. And I thought maybe it'd be a great idea is um, we'd like to invite you onto the show uh, next week as a guest. And maybe we can get to know you a little bit better and learn more about your business. Oh. Yeah, no, it's, uh, I'd be happy to. Uh, that'd be great. Yeah, thank you. Awesome. I'd like to learn more about your business and, and your real estate investing. And yeah, so uh, send us an email at info at reimorningshow.com. And yeah, we'll have you on the show. And uh, yeah, we look forward to it. Okay. Awesome. All right. 
See you next week. I um this all is just scratching the surface for 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 your journey and um your development and uh i mean that's ultimately what led you you know to to building the women's real estate investing masterminds because mm -hmm. you wanted to bring more women together to have more discussions in more of the feminine energy because i know i've i've worked with women coaching mentees yeah and i have a very difficult time mentoring a woman on how to raise capital mm -hmm. on how to balance being a badass real estate investor and a nurturing mom yeah and a and a loving filled wife yeah so in a lot of cases i've actually told people full transparency i think you should talk to gabby about this yeah because for me it's it's more of the the hustle culture it's yeah. it's the just go out and get the fucking beast and bring home the meat yeah and for men i think in a lot of cases it's what's required in order to to serve and to, you know, and to, and to take care of your family. And I, I, if you listen to me at all, that's pretty much what I say when I say it's time to go raise some capital. It's time to find a tenant. It's time to, you know, get that and find that next deal. I tell you to get up fucking early and you get the fuck to work. When you don't want to have that fucking phone call, you have the fucking phone call. That's, and how do you, explain that to a woman because I know all of the negative trickle down that's coming from it. You're putting a, you're asking a woman to do something like that. And then they're completely fucking off balance when they get home. Yeah. They might go out, they might kill the beast. They come home, they're covered in blood and the husband's just like, Ugh. <laughs> because the man is attracted to the nurturing woman, right? In most cases, caveat or yeah. disclaimer, in most cases. So there, the relationship gets completely off balance because the conversations that you're having are not blood related and meat related. It's like you guys are having like decisions about how to handle important situations and, 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 and how do I deal with this email? And um, this person didn't do what they were said they were going to do. And when you work with your wife or your husband like that all day, it like, how, how are you supposed to get intimate? You know what I mean? Like, how are you supposed to be attracted? You're attracted because you both are growing and you're successful. Things are so amazing. Let's go on a trip. But at its core there, you still got to balance that energy. And then as well, like the kids. So I've always diverted everyone to Gabby. Um, and I'll admit I, I, I struggle coaching and mentoring women. Yeah. It, it's, it's not fair. Yeah. And I know that you have a much better understanding of that. And for and nine times out of 10, I say, you need to join Gabby's mastermind. And I know it sounds like I'm just trying to pitch people and, and upsell them or, you know, to Gabby's mastermind, but like, it's the fucking truth. Like Gabby has a very good understanding of it. And that's why she built 
the Women's Real Estate Investing Mastermind so that women can uh, have the the support of each other and, and the support yeah, instead of being in a, a room of men or a circle of men you can be surrounded by the like-minded woman with the feminine energy and really you know start growing from there because there is a way to do it yeah i don't i don't i don't know it i don't understand it i don't i'm working on it i'm trying but gabby has figured it out and she's done tons of research and education on this. She's done tons of coaching on it. And, you know, she she has the model. She has the blueprint to show a woman how to be successful and still be who you want to be, be successful. And you know what I mean? And have that balance. Anyways, I, hmm. I, I thought it was important <laughs> to say because um, most of the phone, you know, most of the phone calls, most of the messages you know, male or female come to me because yeah. I'm the guy, you know, on the poster. I'm the guy that's, 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 you know, the, you know, fist in the air and get the fuck to work. And, and that's, you know, most people think that that's the way to get it done. But I, and that's not the same, that's not the same for every woman. And it's not the same for every man. Um, there are other ways of doing it. That's just the way that I do it. Yeah. Um, 56 minutes we fucking nailed it, <laughs> fucking nailed it. that could, that whole conversation came out of nowhere i must say <laughs> that's why that's, that's why i love not putting anything i don't even paper. know how that started to be honest yeah, there. yeah there. i love it though yeah and, and i love that it had such an impact today um i can see the messages. You know, you know, thank since, you for Robbie for calling. Since we've ended up here, um, you know, if there are women listening today or, you know, later on, um, I actually am uh, planning another group of women to start another women's real estate investing mastermind. When, you weren't planning that for a couple of months though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it'll be starting in January. So we are a little ways out, but if that is something that you're interested in joining, it is a small intimate group of five women um, plus myself facilitating. Uh, it's a 12 month membership. Um, and yeah, it's real estate investing focused. Um, bi-weekly? Bi-weekly meetings. Yeah. We set goals, vision board, bi-weekly action plan. Um, there's hot seats to kind of, you know, dig into problems that are holding us back. And it's not, it's not just business related. It's also totally like life related. There's so much, you know, mm -hmm. a lot of the times the hot seat questions that come up in these, in these meetings are, um, you know, mom related, wife related, relationship related, because those are a lot of the things that are truly holding us back as women from, you know, getting done what we need to get done in our, in our career of real estate investing. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's all encompassing. And that's what makes it so special being a group of women is that we can dive into that stuff. You know, you don't have like men sitting there going like, what are you talking about? Just go, go bring the fucking meat home. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, if you, if you are interested in that, just like reach out to me, I'd love to have a conversation and yeah, it'll you'll, be you'll put out January some information here in the next, yeah, next I, yeah, I plan in the next few weeks to yeah. start, uh, getting on that. But since we're here talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and one of the big things for Gabby when she was starting this, um, cause we had discussions about it, you know, like I said, this all came out of a pivotal moment and, you know, she's like, I need to do some, I need to do more. I need to create this. 
this is what I'm passionate about. You know, oh, if you want to talk about what we started with today, it was what you're passionate about. Yes, right. Okay. Right. That's and it all started from that woman. Yeah. And it's so crazy when you think back about you think back about to that woman, or you think back about an hour ago. You know, yeah. <laughs> just remembering you know that pivotal that which turned it. But you know, it's like moments like that in your life. If you take them and you run with them and you use that momentum, you set a new trajectory. Um, you know, Gabby, she said, like, I'm not going to do this unless I do it right. I, if it's going to be a mastermind, I want to, I, I don't want it to be half-assed. So she went and she took courses. Yeah. <laughs> she went and she started like. Yeah, I took a mastermind facilitating course, which was amazing. It was like a, I had six months to complete the course and I finished it in two weeks or three weeks or something like Extremely that. Extremely <laughs> passionate. I just it. ate it up. And, um, you know, because mastermind, masterclass, you know, webinars, there's been no shortage of that nonsense. I'm sorry, not nonsense. But there's no shortage of that, and and they're kind of gimmicky words these days. You know, a mastermind is not you know thirty people showing up and then um, a different thirty the next one. A different thirty. No, it's, it's <laughs> and it's this, not about education. It's it's about like literally masterminding around yes. whatever the topic is, which in our case is real estate investing. So, yeah, and creating a small community of people you can trust and rely on and count on and yeah. support. Yeah. So it's um. I just wanted to say that as well, because when people hear, oh, well, you know, I've heard about this other person's mastermind or this other person's mastermind. Everyone's got a mastermind now. It's just another excuse to get you in for a monthly fee, you know, and then they'll bring in speakers. You know what I mean? It's just a, it's just another program. So that's, it, ne it needed to be said that it is a true mastermind and not just yeah. some other group to pay a monthly fee to. And you know what, just, I know that we're out of time here, but the thing that is probably like most impactful for me and what means the most out of, you know, like this mastermind that I've built isn't necessarily, you know, like the, the goal setting and the action planning and, you know, like, um, and you know, like what that accomplishes, but it's about like the accountability and the motivation that comes from, like, that's literally why I started waking up and working out first thing in the morning before these yeah. uh, podcasts is because actually Courtney <laughs> yep. um, said in our last mastermind meeting that she gets up every morning at five and works out before she gets the kids ready for school and gets herself ready for work. And I was just like, damn, like I used to do that and she's doing it. And like, fucking rights, I can do it. Like mm -hmm. I can get my shit back together to, you know, like wake up earlier. And that's what got me going. And so it's just like that motivation that comes from like people like getting yourself surrounded by the right people, yeah. like get the negative shit out of your life and get yourself a group of people who are going to motivate you to be your best self. Mm -hmm. So it's like that accountability of showing up and having these people being like, did you accomplish what you said you were going to accomplish? And, and then the motivation to like do those types of things and just like the women's support and the friendship that comes from it and the, the community that it builds. And so, you know, like all the other stuff is all great, but at the end of the day at its core value, it's like the community. And what comes from that? Yeah. End of rant. <laughs> Gives people a lot of a lot to think about today. Yeah. I think I think um get the right people in so, your corner, you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um perspective is, and girls. is yes. Sorry. <laughs> Pers perspective is very important. And you know, I think for some people today they were listening and maybe this is the first time that they've ever really thought about it. Yeah. Ever considered it, considered it. Yeah. And you know. Hopefully, you know, through that consideration, you know, their, 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 their beliefs, their 
their paradigm might shift a little bit yeah, and be a little more open. And, and first step is understanding. So just recognizing it. And, um, and that's, that's ultimately how things grow and how things change. Um, and also, you know, I think people have a lot to think about this weekend in regards to, you know, what, what are you passionate about as well? That's another big thing we talked about on the show Yeah, is, is finding your passion, finding something that will get you up and inspire you every day. And that's, and we got into a 45 to 50 minutes of what inspires Gabby, <laughs> right? And ladies, <laughs> and, um, I hope that you guys, you know, spend some time this weekend thinking about that too, but thinking about your Christmas morning yeah, and feeling and what's going to get you up and, and, and establish that and, and go grab a canvas and, and, a, and a paintbrush and paint it what you think that that would look like, what that would feel like, and then go buy some properties, go get the meat <laughs> and, and, go and smear work, yourself in blood and work towards that and work towards that. For sure. Anyways, I hope everyone has a great weekend. We'll see yeah. you guys on Monday morning. Happy Halloween, you guys. Happy Halloween. Oh, oh, and uh, open house this Sunday. We'll probably see a bunch of you guys at the open house this yes. Sunday. Um, uh, we're doing an open house at one of our flips. It's all cut open right now, and everybody can see what it looks like. And you know, as things go back in, and and um, we haven't mentioned this, you know, uh, but we're planning on doing probably two more open houses at this same project. Yeah. Uh, another one in a few weeks so you guys can see it as things progress, are yeah. um, getting put back in, you know, just before all the finishing work and then one more when it's done. So that way you guys can see, you know, pretty much every stage of open heart surgery. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so we're looking forward to seeing you guys Sunday. And again, hope you guys have a great weekend. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Interested in being a guest on the show? Send us an email to info at reimorningshow.com.